Hello and welcome to the Loose Forward Podcast. I'm Andy. I'm Callum. And I'm Bobby. And we're all about Rugby League. The M62 and beyond. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Ooh. Well, as Eminem said, guess who's back? Decided to turn up this week. Yeah. <laughs> Only because he's had some good feedback off Twitter about Stats World, hasn't he? I can't more, believe it. More like I wasn't from dying his, in my bed. From his fellow stats geeks, aren't he? <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> Don't be coming after me and my fan club. <laughs> it's you and the boys, is it now? Exactly. So. Exactly. No. Um, good. I've got a question to start off this week, if that's okay. I'll allow it. Okay. Hang um, on, hang on. Before you do, remember, you've only got three for the day, so <laughs> use them wisely, my friend. <laughs> Well, question the first is, how many points in snooker for the orange ball? Uh, four. <laughs> That's the brown. Oh, I think the game stops, doesn't it? Yeah. You see that? Well, I was going to say the, you know, because we usually go, what's been happening in the world. sporting world? It's just these say, I- oh, the world champion, the snooker world champion yeah. started. It's these idiots again. Just, yeah. It, I, I don't know. The second one wasn't as successful because she got caught pretty quick. Yeah. The, the, I don't uh, think she'd get a leg over the table. No. <laughs> should have picked someone taller. <laughs> the, the referee grabbed her dead queen. Yeah. Like, you have to get up pretty early yeah. to catch me out. And they didn't stop the Grand National. No, despite more protests. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Do you know what? Is rugby league big enough for these people to... Well, what I was going to gonna say was, that. maybe they should start doing it at Wakefield games just to spice them up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Tie yourself to the goalposts and all that. They wouldn't get around the padding, though, would they? They wouldn't better tie themselves around the, the post padding, would they? Well, what would they do? If they, did, if they tied themselves to the post, if they did it at the end that Wakefield were attacking, they'd be all right for 40 minutes. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> Oh, dearie me. Right. Uh, anything right, else Should we week? go and get him? We've got time. Oh, Wakefield are attacking this end. <laughs> <laughs> Any, anything else happened this week? United won. Yeah. And everybody else lost. So it was a good week. Yeah. But apart from that. Well, City won. Yeah. Liverpool won. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, so, thanks for that. Thanks for that downer. Arsenal drew. Get on with it, because that's, that's the down, so get on with it. <laughs> Fair enough. There's so much to love about rugby league in this part of the world, and more than just the pork rolls at Warrington and the pies at Wigan. There's tradition and history and great grounds and great fans. And then there's the weather. And if you don't like it, well, you just have to put up with it. Tough titties. Right, well, it's time for our round nine review. And... We might as well start where we just left off. Uh, We're going to go to Wakefield, where we saw Andy try to finish bottom of the predictions league. um, (laughs) With Anyway, Wakefield nil, Lee 32. What what did you predict for that? Wakefield by about 10. Ah. And I was the only one that had faith in Wakefield, even, even down at Bellevue. Because yeah, even, even Matt down at Bellevue didn't even have the faith in him, and I did. Because he knows. Yeah, well, I know now. <laughs> I took a gamble to soar up the league, and mm. it, it didn't work. 
But they got the fifth nilling of the season. Yeah. Maybe it'll be a stat. Mate, have we got some this week, yeah? Um, I can tell you that they, they do now hold the record for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's... Do you know what, though? Right, not just that. I think we've mentioned this before. They've now played nine games and they've scored 47 points mm. in nine games. They got 28 of those in the first game of the season. 24 of those, sorry, in the first game of the season. Aren't so they averaging got, about five points a game or something? Well, mm. if you take them out of it, they've got 23 in the last eight games. It's just embarrassing. It's not, even, it? it's not even a try a game. No. No. It's... Um... Running out of words to describe right. it. But how do they expect... So that I've seen the chairman on Twitter today mm. saying that they really need the fans to get behind them and, um, you know, they really appreciate it, blah, 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 and, and that if the worst comes to the worst, at least they haven't you know, they've gone down with everybody behind them sort of thing. Mm. But I'm pretty sure that Wakefield fans as a whole would rather see him go down fighting because... Yeah. It, it's not the fact that they're getting beat every week. It, surely it's the manner they're getting beat. Mm. It's, you know, well, basically look, looking at those stats, even if you take, even if you take the 47, if somebody gets a try, on average, if somebody gets a try and a goal, they've won the game. Yeah. yeah. Against, <laughs> well, against yeah. them. Yeah. If you look at it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that, that is what I would find most demoralising as a Wakefield fan. Not the defeats, but the manner of the defeats and the way that yeah. they're not... They're so blunt in attack and there's nothing there to get you off the edge of your seat, is there? No, nothing at all. I mean, they, I can't remember the exact number, but it's... it's it, you know, they've had, what, five nil-ins and then they've had, like, out of however many halves of rugby league... Mm. Something like eighty percent of them have have been scoreless. Scoreless, mm. and and what's... there's nothing at all to to sort of make you go, oh, I'll, I'll get behind them. No, if that makes sense. Well, because obviously it's your team. You, you're gonna you know support them and whatnot. But I just mean if he's going, we need everyone behind us. Yeah, you've got to have something to. They sort of work hand in hand, don't they? Well, all as I've seen of him so far, I've seen about ten or fifteen minutes against Cass. This is this is the good stuff. Yeah, when they were on top and and could have turned the game round. Yeah, in effect. Um, they kept Saints to twelve points for about sixty minutes. Yeah, um, so they were still in the game at that point, even though they didn't, probably didn't look like scoring. Mm-hmm. And uh, Salford, they had got they lost in Golden Point. Yes, they did, didn't they? Yeah, they lost fourteen thirteen, didn't they? In Golden Point. Yes, and they had, they had an eight 0 against Huddersfield as well. Yeah. So they were in it for that. So the rest of it's been an absolute disaster, hasn't it? Apart from the first game and, I don't and th- the Salford game. And I don't think you can take anything out of first games of the season for a lot of teams. No, but no. it's one that maybe they could have come away with two points. Yeah. But that makes you wonder as well because they've scored 24 points against Catalans who've gone on to really good things this season. Mm. And yet that's half the, that's half the points of the season. Do you think they'd have been this bad if they hadn't sat Willie Poaching? No. And I'm not having a go at, at um, Apple Garth No. No, but I don't. I just... No, I, I don't. And I don't quite know why they sacked him because 
they've it's been an absolute terminal decline, hasn't it, since then? Mm. Yeah. Um, uh, it's terrible. Uh, Lee, obviously, I mean, definitely, aren't they now? They're going to... They're going to um, uh, survive in Super League for the first time. Yeah, definitely. I mean, even if Wakefield weren't there, I think they'd, they'd still survive. Yeah. Yeah, playing some good rugby at the minute. Really good. Yeah, really entertaining stuff at times. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, it's good from a league point of view. It's good. It's looking good. And the way the league is at the minute, they pick up a few points. Could really be pushing for playoffs. Well, they're at home to Leeds this week. That's an interesting one. That is an interesting one because that that you know you look at it on paper and that could go either way. Really, mm. the way that both teams have been playing, you know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Well, we'll uh, we'll move on to our. Uh, we we start with the last, so we'll move on to the first game of the week. Uh, we saw Salford take on Castleford. And it was Salford 14, Castleford 6. Shall I tell you what I've wrote down for this game? Okay. Nothing. <laughs> mm. I mean, I, w- I watched, I got, I, I was I was at work and I got in, I watched the second half and probably caught the first few minutes of the first half mm. and there was nothing in the game. No, I mean, I didn't see, I, I, I didn't see an awful lot of it. I was, uh, I have trainings on Thursday, so I don't usually see a lot of the, uh, the Thursday games, but from what I've heard and and bits that I've seen, don't look like I missed an awful lot. To be honest, you didn't. No, the you only didn't. the only real talking point was the Brody Croft try where he spread it. That was probably a, well, it was a nice try. It was probably the mm. biggest moment in the match. Really. Then they said after the game that Brody Croft had been ill all week and was still sort of suffering with this this virus, and then went out and put out and a pretty much a man of the match performance. Which, Credit to him. Mm, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Certainly, the, the tally's my knee for, for Salford. But Salford are a funny team this season. Yeah, I think they've struggled with injuries and, and things, and I think they're still sort of suffering with that. But um, the, the depth of the squad that is not there. The the consensus between Salford fans that I'd read and listen to is that when they get players back, they're going to be a top team. And they're winning these games without players, etc., etc. I'm not quite sure. I still see that, but no, I'm not. I'm not sure. I see that. No, I think the thing for me with Salford is they're not doing what they did in the previous few years. They they, they came out and they caught teams off guard by throwing the ball around. And I'm not saying you can do the same thing week in week out because eventually it catches up to you. And you get caught out anyway. But it, you've not you're not even really trying that anymore. It just seems to be back to your old ways of, and eventually you, you're going to just, like, they seem to be scraping by games, even the ones they're winning. And it, it doesn't seem as free-flowing from them this season. Do they think, don't seem like the entertainers they were. Do you, think they'll come, do you think they'll start doing that and come back when the grounds get a bit firmer and the, and the weather gets a bit better? Because uh, let's be honest, March was, was, weather in March was terrible, wasn't it, all the way through? Maybe. So. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm not. I'm not convinced they're going to make the playoffs. No. Um, Cass low on. They're not making the playoffs. Oh. They're low on. I mean, low on confidence. I think is. Uh, um. Oh, it's an understatement, isn't it? Yeah, they're still yet to find a, a permanent coach, aren't they? Um, 
I think I read this morning uh, Justin Morgan was being thrown about as a contender. Andy Last is he's still throwing his hat into the ring, and there was another one that I can't remember, but nobody... I mean, to be fair, Justin Morgan, when he was in, he was like, okay, I was really good, and I really rated him. Mm. Uh, I'm not... I think there's deeper problems at Cass from what I've read from fans uh, other than the, the coach and the players. Yeah. Well, you you mentioned Justin Morgan there, so we'll we'll head over to his former team in Hull KR. Uh, and we saw them come away with uh, a victory over St. Ellen's, 26 points to 14. Flying at the minute, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, we've been singing the praise of Jordan Admiral, haven't we, for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And I think even Paul Wellens, after the game, said that his kicking game was the difference between the two sides. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure I completely agree with that because I don't think that Saints are very good at the minute. Uh, they're, they're, I mean, like I say, they've got a few injuries. I think Mark Percival was playing in the second row, for example. Mm. So I don't think that was the difference. But it was even... Um, even Stevens at the first eight all at half time, and then and then Ulcar had a twenty minute spell where they sort of ran away with the mm-hmm. game, really, didn't they? And, it, to bed. and and again, we we mentioned it. I think we mentioned it last week. It's not like the last fifteen twenty minutes. Saint Saint Star. Oh, we'll we'll start throwing it around and we'll start giving it a go. Mm-hmm. And and for the last fifteen minutes sounded really on top but just couldn't get the points on the board, which has sort of been their story all season. Too much to do. Yeah. Well I had a I had a little look into that this week, uh with with the, the whole St. Ellen's attack because I think you mentioned uh, on a previous uh pod that it's uh, Lauren Frassignon who's in charge of the attack isn't he? Mm. And I had a look, so when he was in charge at Catalans uh from thirteen to seventeen the highest finish Catalans had was seventh, and the most points difference they had was sixty six. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know what. I think I think they said. I think I remember reading Paul Wellen said he he was in charge of coming up with a plan, sort of B for attack. Right. Okay. So that's along those lines, I think. Right. Okay. Because I was gonna say, because if he's in charge of a, if he's a head coach of one, and he's yeah, you know, not scoring points. Well, I don't think he's come up with a plan B yet. So yeah. because they seem to be doing the same thing over and over again. This is how I see Saints at the minute. Number one, for some reason, I'm not quite sure how this has happened to a four-time champion side, but they've got no pace whatsoever. No, none. Okay, not real pace. No. Right? Number two, teams are either kicking to Makington on the first tackle. Yep. And then he gets smothered, and they haven't got the bodies then to bring the ball out. Mm. Or they're kicking to Hopoati on the other wing when he's been playing, and then he seem, doesn't seem to make any yards, and then they, they're struggling then to get out of their own area. Yeah. Right? And the most important thing, I think, for the Saints at the minute is that the defence isn't at the level or the intensity that it has been in previous seasons. No, and I think it comes down to what we've said previously about that sort of, oh, well, we've completed rugby league now, yeah. so we don't really have to try type thing. So the games that, hunger. Yeah, so the games that I've seen, the opposition have been making a lot more yards in their set of six. Mm. Kicking from a decent position into the corners where Makington or Hopawati are, 
And then the territorial advantage is that they're gaining all the time. Yeah. And that's the way that I see it. And and they haven't got pace to break and get out. Yeah. I know they've had, uh, Saints have had, have, have had and got injuries like to the likes of Alex Wormsley, Joe Batchelor. But they have also been victims of their own downfall with the disciplinary that mm. record that they've got this season already. Yeah, you know, that's Metauti, Siren and yeah. Knowles. Yeah. Yeah, and whereas Hull KR seem to have a really good balance at the minute of things. Yeah, they're doing um, really well. They play some nice stuff. And Mikey Lewis is is real on fire, isn't he? At the minute, and what a, you know, what half? I mean, Lewis and yeah, Lewis and Abdul yeah. is is one think, of, if not the best, yeah. half back pairing in the league for you me. Know, it seems to me that any other team, eleven other teams, wouldn't be disappointed if they had Lewis and Abdul as their halfbacks. No, I I completely agree. I, you know. I think Warrington have got a really good one in Williams and Drinkwater. Apart from that, I don't think at the minute can't see a better one. No, no. no. Um, uh, two questions on this: at the minute, who would you say would finish higher in the table at come the end of the season? Hulkar or St Helens? At the minute, Hulkar. Yeah, yeah Hulkar. And as the champions, where would you have Saints finishing this year at the moment? Um. <laughs> For me, it all we spoke about it last week. It all depends on this next uh, six or seven games or whatever. Yeah, we, it was. We, we read out their fixtures, didn't we last yeah. week? Yeah, yeah. It depends how they come out of this. But at the minute, they're in the playoffs. I don't see them not getting in the playoffs. But I think they're fourth at best. So that means you think the Hulk are be top three then? At the minute, yeah. Or fifth, they could be fifth. Okay, our fourth. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, pretty much agree with what Callum said there. Just that I think they will bounce back. It's just a case of when. Uh, it's, you know, this next run of fixtures is difficult for Saints, but I do think that they won't miss out on the playoffs. I don't think that at all. And yeah, I think pushing for fifth, fourth, fifth is probably about right for them. Yeah. Uh, well, moving on to Huddersfield. Uh, Huddersfield 26, Catalans 14. Looking like they're getting it together now, Huddersfield. Mm. Um, we, we've said they've been threatening to do that, haven't we? Over the last yeah, they, but they've been threatening to do that for the last two years, mm. 18 months or something. Mm. Uh, they had a bit of a, a, a rocky-ish start to this season, but uh, that's a really good win, that. It is. It is, and they've got an interesting policy, I think, Huddersfield, where they, they're quite happy all the time to take the two. Yeah. Reminds me of Bradford Bulls a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, Keep the scoreboard ticking over and come away come away from, from the end of the sets and stuff with it, with, with some points. Yeah, yeah. There, was, there was one that put them, I think they were... I can't remember what Catalan were on. It put Huddersfield on 18 points. Mm. And I I don't even think it was a a converted try. It w- it put them a converted try. Oh. I can't remember I now. Think, was it 6-4? It was early in the game. I think, I think they made it No, 8-4. there was another one that was, oh, was 18. It? It, made, it put them on 18 points. Right, okay. Um, But it just seemed an odd decision at the time. Yeah. To, to not go for it. 
Um, oh, I th- yeah, I think I remember which one you were calling. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. Ten- they had the penalty, they should have just, yeah, they could have rolled over, yeah, couldn't they? It was 10 8, and then it went to 16 8, and then it went to 16 12. And then they took then they took a oh penalty. so it did put them to six it's, right yeah it took them to six right yeah. six points in front right yeah makes a bit more sense then yeah but they're quite happy I think to take the two at times yeah oh yeah definitely but yeah they, I think it seems to be an Ian Watson trait I think so yeah and lovely to see the retired Kevin Nagama on the score sheet again <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he looks all right from what I've seen of him yeah. Looks okay. I think you sort of know what you're going to get, don't you? Yeah. And, and he's he's not letting anybody down, is he? No, not at all. He's just a solid player. Catalan's bubbles burst a little bit over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. They've had a couple, They've had two tough games uh, with, with Warrington and um, Huddersfield. But I think they were leading Warrington, and then the Warrington had. Gil Dudson sent off and then still couldn't win. That was a bit of a disappointment, I think. Mm. And they've got an interesting one this week as well. They're away at Salford after what we've just talked about. Yeah, that um, that could be an interesting one. I think they'll they'll win that, but uh, I think it'll be tight. Mm. Well, moving on, we've got two games left. So we'll head over to... Leeds, where we saw them beat Hull FC, and it was Leeds 34, Hull 10. Similar thing to sort of uh, Wakefield, just sort of running out of words for um, Hull at the minute. They just don't seem to be doing very well. The defence every week seems to get worse and worse. Some of the tries that they concede are just abysmal. Mm-hmm. Did you see, well, speaking of that, did you see the Macintosh one this week? Yes. Where he comes to sort of stop him and just yeah, tag with him, basically. Yeah. Um, I don't know what they're working on, but they need to work on the tackling, I think that's for sure. It's getting worse and worse. It's, you know, that's, what what's that? That's 74 points in two games. Yeah. Well, Conceded. Seven, seven losses on the trot. Mm. They won the first two, but they're, they're, they're against totals. Even when they won the games, were thirty and twenty-two, and then from then they've conceded thirty-eight, sixty, twenty, twenty-four, thirty-four, forty, and thirty-four. Mm. It's just not good enough. So, so the most that they've, the least, sorry, the least they've conceded this year has been twenty. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's uh, it's not good. No, it's not. It's really not. They've got they've got some big games coming up, haven't they? When because they're not out of any, they're not out of trouble. A team the size of Hull FC are not out of trouble, are they? No. And they're gonna have some big games coming up shortly. Yeah, it's getting um, squeaky bum time mm. already. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Leeds. Le- we said it. We mentioned it earlier. A bit of a funny team, aren't, aren't they? You know, they, they've. We said in previous weeks that they they, they seem to want to let teams go twelve points, fourteen points in front, and then stage some sort of miraculous comeback. And then other weeks they're just dominant. I mean, it would have been. 
hard to not be dominant against that whole team from what I saw. Yeah. Moved moved into the playoffs, <clears throat> moved into sixth. Yeah, bit 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 of a funny team at the minute for me. Yeah, they're in that they seem to be in that stage of that win one lose one as well, don't they? Where Yeah, they just yeah. It's hard it's hard to predict. like they've they've like like you said, you've already mentioned that, you know, they play Lee this week away. And that could go either way, you know, you just beat Hull. You could very well not go to uh, Lee this week and come away with that win. You know, there seems to be a number of teams in that sort of what we'd class as a win one, lose one type of scenario. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And they're, and they're one of them, and there seems to be quite a few at the minute. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we will move on to our final game of the week, and it was the one where we saw Warrington's first loss of the season. They went down 13 points to six to Wigan. They just didn't seem to be at it, did they? They just... Warrington? Yeah, they looked like a completely different team mm. last week to, to to how they started the season. They just looked like they were dominated. Yeah, yeah, they, they did. I mean, we've said before about how... How many points they were racking up? Mm. They didn't look at it in this, and I couldn't really remind up whether it was the intensity of Wigan's defence or whether they just didn't look great in attack. Or exactly, I'm not yeah. quite sure watching this. No, I, I think it was Wigan's defence has been great for the last few weeks, though. Yeah, it has. It, it has. I don't know. Just I don't think they were at the races. No, I don't. Um, I don't think this is a story of good defence. I think this is a story of poor attack. Well, you say that, but look at the intensity in the defence from Kai Pierce, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, true. I, I just don't know how this hasn't been brought up, and it, it bugs me because we say it every week, and all you want is consistency. This is this is knee wing, yeah, it's more of a drumstick, yeah, yeah. on on Daryl Clark, who's been out with a groin injury, yeah, yeah. I don't and, know. It, it, there's no need to pull at his knee, is there? It just, just seems odd. Even if they just wrote down that they'd give him a warning, I think yeah. I'd have took that, because it was just sort of like, there wasn't anything particularly wrong with it within the rules of the game, I don't think. Mm. But the intent and the grubbiness of it was just... Seems silly. Horrible. Yeah. Just seems silly. Yeah. Tackle's um, been made, just move on with it. You don't need I, to do that. A couple of things off, the, off this game. Um... I'm still baffled um, to how the Greg Minikin try towards the end of the game was a no try. Yeah, I I thought that was a try. I'm not yeah. sure where we're going as a game if that's a no try. Mm. Don't get that. He's one. got his arm, he's got his body, his forearm, his and he's got his body, everything. It, I just don't see. What did the referee send it up as? No remember? try. No try. So is that? So is the try no try from the referee having too much influence oh, on absolutely. the game? We've absolutely. we've said it, but. In this in this instance, there is more than enough evidence to overturn that decision. Yeah, I agree. You yeah. don't need to. You, we seem to be in this this position of whatever the ref gives, we'll just back him because the mm. ref can't be wrong and the ref can't do this right. And we oh, we've got to support the referees. No, if he's wrong yeah. and he's made the wrong call, tell and, him he's made the wrong call. And, unless it's a, a clear case of like in touch, not in touch, that sort of. Yeah, thing, exactly. Yeah. We just need to scrap that. The try, no try. Yeah. But in this instance, there is plenty of evidence to overturn that try, and it should have been given. Yeah, and I thought Wigan's first try. 
Oh, they only showed one replay from the kick from Smith, but I thought they were blatantly offside. Yeah, he looked offside to me on on yeah, that, the when one angle that was the, available. The, the grass cutting, you know, the, the, the mowing of the grass. Mm. I thought he was clearly offside. I thought he was offside. Um, well, they, didn't, they didn't dwell on it, though, did they? No, they, they, they briefly looked at it. don't know. It would have been nice to have another angle, but... Yeah, but then I think Wigan, though, were, were more than value for the win. Oh, yeah, they were miles better. Miles better on the night. Um, I suppose the good news for Warrington this week is George Williams has been named as England captain. Oh, that's good. Yes, for him. yes, I saw that before. Yeah, yeah. Bobby absolutely in raptures over that one. He then. Oh, 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 that's good. I I didn't see it. That was all. Oh, that's <laughs> the first time I've been. Well, he'll probably have here, a lot of years for England, won't he? Well, Sean Wayne loves him, doesn't he? Let's be honest. Yeah, but who else would you have uh, as England captain? Yeah. Um, no. I, no, I, I'm not opposed to it. He's always going to be in the squad. Yeah, and, and I always think with your captain that, like, you know, you need to be on the pitch. Yeah. You know, it's not good having a captain in the, you know, as a prop, is it? No, really? I, I, I don't I have no issue with that whatsoever. No. No, but uh, no congratulations to him, isn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Big congratulations. Yeah. Cool. That last game? That's yeah. the last game. Okay. Well, let's move on to this. Are they real? Are they made up? Who knows? But that's all part of the fun. It's Bobby's Stats of the Week. Yes, Stats of the Week. Big welcome to all Bobby's fans. (laughs) It's my favourite section of the week. (laughs) Sick of hearing it. (laughs) Don't be jealous. Do you remember we used to ring him up with him? Yeah, that nobody, was miles better. Nobody said it then, did they? Ah, that was miles better. We're jealous now. Come on, everyone miss you. Hello, then, by the way. Hello. <laughs> How many have we got this week? I did, I did two there. One, one for everyone, and then one for my fan club. Ah. <laughs> 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 How many? How many uh, stats have we got this week? We're five. Excellent. How many are real? Uh, all of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll start off in the the NRL, and this start comes with Luke Brooks, the West Tigers halfback, as uh, because of the bye that the Tigers had last week, uh, he has now gone a full year without a win in the NRL. Wow! the The last time that. Uh, the Tigers won a game with Brooks in the squad was round seven of last year where the Tigers beat the Bunnies 23-22 and Brooks kicked the winning drop goal. Okay. Two questions. <clears throat> Number one, when it's bye week, the Tigers get the Tigers fans get well excited. <laughs> Woo, bye week! <laughs> <laughs> Two points for us! Yes. Default. Default. Um, two, uh, rumours about Luke Brooks coming to Super League. So, how would he go? I think he'd be brilliant, to be honest. I, I think he'd go he well. Get, he seems to be... They ate him there. I don't know why he just gets absolutely slaughtered probably in the because media. Probably because his team's getting hammered every week. Mm. Probably. Probably. But Super League? Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I, I think he'd go well. Yeah, definitely. You've used all your three questions that Bobby give you, by the way. Have I? Yeah. <laughs> You've been counting. 
Well, he had one at the beginning, he just asked two more then. Oh, yeah, good one. Yeah. Well, I actually asked about Hull Car and Saints as well, so. Right. Yeah, so, screw you. Well, you're like, <laughs> no yeah. questions yeah. next screw week. Screw you guys, I ain't going here. Yeah. You'll have none next week. Uh, start number two. Uh, the Lee Leopards winnings team have secured their first ever point as a professional team. They scored and kicked a goal in the last minute of the game to draw with Bradford 12-all. Well done. What's the start? The first, the first point. Yeah, oh. They've got the first ever point. Bit of a cop Whereas out. before, they were a little bit like Bobby's stats. <laughs> Pointless. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> right. Move past that one. Yes, <laughs> It's a bit stale, isn't it, you know? Oh, well done, the leopardesses. Is that what they're called? Don't know, just made it up. Yeah. Oh, but if they're not, they should be. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. It's a good one. Next. Uh, the next one is Hull KR have beaten Saints for the first time since 2015. The last time they won was 24-22, and it ends a 13-game losing streak to Saints. I had this vision that Saints didn't do very well at Craven Park. Thought mm. wrong, didn't you? I did think wrong. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit like the prediction. Like. <laughs> I thought wrong. <laughs> uh, stat number four is that Wigan have now ended Warrington's perfect start to the season. It's Warring- It was Warrington's best start in the Super League era, going 8 from 8. So they unfortunately make it 9 from 9. However, uh, Warrington's best start to a season remains untouched and probably will do for a long time, as in 1948, they went the- they won the first 21 games. Wow. Very wow. good. So, that was their year. Yeah. What was it? Uh... Don't know actually. Uh, no, I'm not sure. But yeah, you're right. It's not going to be touched. That is it. No. <laughs> and my last stat of the week uh, comes from one that we've we've kind of already covered, but uh, we'll we'll do it anyway. Uh, and that is, as you said earlier, Andy Wakefield have scored just 47 points in their first nine games. Do you know who the Super League top try scorer is this year? So far? Super League? Yeah. Josh Charnley. It is Josh Charnley. He scored 12, which means that Josh Charnley has outscored the entire Wakefield team by himself by one point. He's got 48 (laughs) points this season to Wakefield's 47. Oh, no. Very good, I like that one. Well done. And Warrington were champions in 1948. Right. Okay. Um, Just saying. Didn't realise this was your start segment. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm I'm sort of... I'm like, you know, I I look at it as a bit like, um, you know, like one of these uh, cheeses with holes in I'm just filling in the, the holes. Right. Okay. I think we'll just move on now. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well done. Thanks. Right, um, let's go to this then. You call that a knife? This is a knife. That's not a knife, that's a spoon. 
Yes, uh, NRL time, and I will just quickly read out last week's scores. Uh, the Titans twenty six, Broncos forty three. It was about. close that though with uh, our time on it. Yeah, it weren't too far about away. Sixteen ten or something. Yeah, and then the 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 Broncos decided to turn it up a notch and run away with it a little bit. I'm sure if it was like the seat of the games of forty minutes, Titans would be at the top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, probably a, a, a shock one for you. Uh, the Knights 15, the Panthers 16 after extra time. Yeah, there's a bit of controversy, isn't there? I didn't see that one. I think um, I think they got a penalty to level it up in the last minute, the Panthers. I think the Knights were winning 14-12. Yes. And I think they got a penalty in the last minute because... I can't remember who it was, a Knights player grabbed the back of Jerome Lewis' shirt. But oh, it because was Tyson Frizzell. Because he's got long hair, pulled his hair as well, and the referee thought he just pulled his hair and oh. he gave a penalty for pulling his hair. Is that what the... Con- I, I yeah. read something about that, I didn't realise that was... Right, okay, yeah, yeah that was yeah. why. But in the picture, you can see he's got all of his shirt. He thinks it's his hair. But is his hair as well. Right. It's just that long, yeah. Just I'll be honest. Tie it up. I'll be honest. I haven't got a problem with that if it's your own Lou. I get a haircut. Yeah. Hippie. <laughs> <laughs> Have you? Um, no, I don't particularly like him. Exactly. Nah. Rip it off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, the Warriors continue their good start to the season. Uh, Warriors twenty-two, Cowboys fourteen. The Bunnies. Uh, Got a win over their former coach in Wayne Bennett as they pretty much hammered the Dolphins 36-14. Uncle Wayne's return was not a good one. Nope. Uh, The Sharks beat the Roosters 22-12. Nico Hines showing once again why he was the Dally M last season. Uh, having Having a really good year again. Uh, the Seagulls returned to winning ways. Uh, so that's my team back on top. So uh, Manly 18, Storm 8. Well, we didn't see that one coming after they got hammered off the Panthers last week. Uh, the Raiders beat the Dragons 20 points to 14. And the Eels beat the Bulldogs 30 points to 4. Uh, coming up this week, uh, first game of the week is uh, the Bunnies and the Panthers to look out for. Should be a good game. Always a, always a cracker mm-hmm. that one. Yeah. And uh, game for for yourself to watch, Andy. It's the fight for your love. It's happening this week. It's the Dolphins versus the Titans. Is it? Yeah. Ooh. It's on. <laughs> I just don't know where to look. <laughs> come on, the Titans. <laughs> no, the Dolphins. No, the Titans. Well, I'm going to see who wins and then say, come on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you a little half and half shirt. <laughs> yeah. Ew. Oh, yeah, you're not a fan of that, are you? No. Uh, uh, that's it, yeah. Uh, excellent. Call that a knife? This is a knife. That's not a knife, that's a spoon. I'm just a fan, Alan, that's all. Your biggest fan. Well, it's not just a fan, but we only have one jingle, I'm afraid. (laughs) 
We're actually joined by Rugby League Royalty tonight, Andy. We are. We are, amongst other clubs, we're joined by former Wigan, Castleford, Hull FC, Bradford, Salford and Dewsbury Hooker, the one, the only, Wayne Godwin. It's Wagger himself. Wayne, how are you, mate? There she is, boys. There she is. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think we missed any clubs out then, Wagger, did we? No, mate. I, I had a few more in me, but yeah, I think I spread the Wagger Taurus love around them uh, them clubs, five two play clubs, then finished finished at Dewsbury. So uh, yeah, met some mates for life, boys. Absolutely. Where do we uh, Where do we find you on this sunny day? Uh, I'm just in sunny Cap Vegas, where I live and die. Uh, absolutely love uh, living in Cap, and yeah, uh, been coaching this morning at Ponte College, me uh, where I used to go uh, with Ryan Hudson Raza, uh, and I'm just working from home today. Brilliant. I think. Do you know what the first thing we need to ask you was? I was looking at Twitter this week, and I, I need to know number one: Have you dried out? And <laughs> <laughs> and number two, is everything back to normal size? There's no shrinkage of anything we need to know about. <laughs> no, boys, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm pretty crazy anyway, and a lot of people say I'm pretty mental, but um, I'm kind of one of them. I'm, I'm, I'm a yes man. I'm always looking for the extra mile stuff. So I've got into the cold therapy, the cold plunge. Yeah. Uh, so I... my mates in Maryport took me up there uh, and told me to jump off this bridge and, as Wagatoros does, I, I just jumped off it and, yeah, it was pretty cold, but not as cold as what I'm used to. It brings one of those, um, it's like one of those things that your mum used to say, it's in it. If your mate told you to jump off a bridge, would you do it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I were always that kid at school. It, it's crazy that my job now is to tell kids not to be me, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> my wife did tell me what, what you're showing example to your two young boys, but. I knew it was safe, guys, so yeah, it was safe. Someone had jumped before me, so I, I was following them. So yeah, don't worry about it, I'm, I'm safe. And it was nice to have a bit of a swim after coaching all day. Yeah, we had 70 kids down at Maryport, so we had a great outstanding day of rugby league. Yeah, brilliant. I was going to mention on that, on because uh, uh, you're the director of the uh, Elite Kids Coaching Group, aren't you? Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Because I know you've been up in Maryport this week, and you've had a busy Easter holidays, haven't you? Yeah, it's, it, it's great. The director, actually, is Ryan Hudson, so he owns the company. My, my good mate, we go way back. This is the beauty of rugby league and the mates you met for life. So not only did we play on the field, we're now obviously in business uh, together with the Elite Kids Coaching. Um, so I owe, owe a lot to Ralph for giving me an opportunity. I'm the business manager. So my role is I coach because my passion, my energy is teaching and coaching. So I'm very hands-on, but I also uh, look after 50-plus primary schools. So I run their their PE, uh, their curriculum PE. So I look after the school side. We've got the community side. We've got the camps, the rugby camps, the multi-sports camps. We've got the PE Pro app we do with Jason Robinson, which is a tool to upskill all teachers to deliver outstanding PE. And we've also got the Outdoor Pro, which is a, a forest school app. So we've got a lot going on at the mm. minute, which is great. But our mission is to inspire a million children and uh, through the power of peer and sport. So we need to upskill teachers and, and get right behind it. Yeah, oh, magnificent. And, it, and I, I know <clears throat> I know myself from, from coaching and things that 
when you when you're dealing with that real grassroots level, it's a really different type of satisfaction in it that you, that you get from it than than being involved in like the professional game, for example. Oh, massive! My, my passion now is grassroots the community game. So in term time, um, I'm the business. I'm business manager. I'm coaching uh, primary schools, high schools, college. Uh, and then when it comes to our term, I'm connecting with grassroots and community clubs. So uh, when I go to Sandwick, it's Maryport or uh, Clock Face in St. Helens. We go all over uh, the country uh, delivering uh, the, the two-day rugby camps, uh, 10 while free, working on loads of the skill set. And it's my way of giving back, really, because rugby league gives me everything. Uh, it gives me... Uh, I wasn't great academically at school. I struggled, but the power of rugby and PE got me engaged. Uh, and that's where I got my confidence from. And I absolutely live and breathe rugby league. Mm. Um, it's my passion. I just want to pass my knowledge, expertise and energy. I'm like a big kid myself. And I know kids love challenges. And getting ra- getting down to these grassroots clubs every after uh, is my love. Uh, uh, and yeah, I absolutely love being involved in in the community game. Yeah, brilliant. Well, uh, Wagner mentioned um, Saddleworth there, Bobby. That, that your your former junior club there, isn't it? Saddleworth Rangers. Uh, yes, it was. It was my very first very first team. You spent a happy few years there, didn't I you? Did, at Saddleworth. Yeah. yeah, lovely people. Yeah, they were. They yeah, were really brilliant. Good. Yeah. yeah, it's. Um, I mean. <clears throat> You mentioned uh, you mentioned at the beginning. Oh, sorry, just before that, Waggy. I mean, people can find Elite Kids Coaching on Twitter, and they can find it on the website as well, can't they? And they can see what's yeah, coming up just, and sign up for camps, etc. And that, can't they? Yeah, it's just EliteKidsCoaching dot com. Like I say, we've got we've got uh, probably four sections, nearly five to the company. So yeah, it's the schools, which is obviously the primary school PE delivery. Yeah. Uh, the community side, and then the the rugby camps, the Rhino EKC rugby camps is my big thing. Yeah, uh, in the half term. So yeah, keep an eye on it. Like like I say, we've got we we go to Hull, we go to Cumbria. Uh, we're over Alden Way. We've got a camp Alden St Anne's. We've got Saddleworth. Uh, we've got new camps coming on board. So yeah, keep an eye on it. Like we've teamed up with Paul Schoolfall who who does the Rhino. Uh, obviously rugby league so is behind it as well with the, with the clothing and the merchandise so yeah they're going from strength to strength mate and we, we love it brilliant you couldn't see Bobby then he was booing when you said Oldham St Anne's then weren't you <laughs> oh no the rivalry that, that's, that, that's the hardest thing if I'm honest not the hardest because I love it like we go to Cumbria and we have even though we, we hosted it Mary Court, we had the Broughton kids there the Seaton kids uh, we even had kids from Loka uh they're not just for the children um, who go to that club there. The, the camps are all about the community. So I always yeah. speak at every camp about not just for the children of Mary Park, it's for the whole community to come together. Yeah. And I want to, we, we print brochures off and posters to give the, to give the clubs so they can post them into schools. Cause I want to get more kids into the grassroots rugby clubs. Uh, so if they come down to our camps, they might enjoy it and, and want to sign up to the club. So it's a bit of an exit strategy to get them involved in rugby uh, through the schools and the after holidays. Yeah, of course. Yeah. No, that's brilliant. I mean, you mentioned that right at the very beginning of the call that you were in, uh, you were in Cas Vegas. Um, I need to ask you about a couple of your former teams, if that's all right. And, and we'll start off with Cass. Um, thoughts, thoughts on them so far? Uh, <laughs> not much thought. It's, uh, it's it's been challenging. Uh, I mean, I've I've been relegating myself uh, 
2004 with Carton. I was one of my own town club. I'm a Cat fan. I grew up watching Cat and then my debut 2001 against Bradford at 19. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a club I support. It's a club I'm passionate about. Uh, I coach. Uh, I used to coach my boy at Cook Sites. So I'm heavily involved in the community uh, in this area. And yeah, I just want the club to do well. It's, it's, it's been a bit of a challenge. I've got mates with Lee Radford and, and Lafty now who's, who's told taking over I, I just think yeah they are low in confidence and watching them against Wake is two teams low in confidence mm. uh, so yeah it's, it's, it's going to be a big challenge but I, I do believe they need some investment at the same time I do I do, I do, do believe they need some personnel just to give them give them a little bit of a boost yeah definitely do you think as it stands at the minute do you think do you think they'll uh, I mean I suppose the um, I suppose the good thing for Cass at the minute is that uh, the team down the road are, are a lot worse aren't they at the moment yeah, uh, Apple Garth and, and, and James Ford and Wakey, they've got a big, big challenge in front of them. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I think they've, they've played it nine games or something, five of them, they're not in the score points, which which is a worry. Uh, they just look like a team playing on low confidence and uh, energy yeah. at the minute. I mean, at times, they, they are busting a goal, they just probably haven't got that ability to, to, to get the wins, but there's been some... Uh, low performers in another former club and LSD they're probably not in, in the, uh, Tony Smith's um, capabilities and, and what that squad are capable of so like I say it's, um, the game it's, it's a big confidence game it's results driven so yeah. you only need a couple of wins uh, and it, it can change your season so um, yeah let's see how the teams go but yeah. it, it's hard because I'm one of them mate because uh, I've been there and played and no one goes out to lose and I've been under pressure myself as a, as a professional athlete and fans don't always see it like that and everyone's entitled to their opinion uh, fans are paid a good hour of money and without the fans there's no game and all that but sometimes when when you really need the club to pull together the lads really appreciate when 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 the fans get behind the club regardless of what's happening results wise but if they get behind it, it gives them a real boost yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I suppose that the difference as well now from when from when you started your career as well was that it's the advent of social media and everyone's got an opinion oh. and it can be absolutely toxic, can't it? With with well, some people shouldn't have an opinion, but you know, it's like it's toxic. I get it a bit because if you look on my Twitter and Instagram, I don't I don't really get involved in debates because I'm not into that. I, I just I'm, I'm a positive person. I just want to speak positive about the game. Yeah. I get, I could have my opinion, but I'm not into debating. Uh, some people say, oh, I don't just sit on fence wagon, but I'm, I'm not into that. I just want, I just want positives. Uh, I, I look for the youth in the game. I want the community. I, I feel like we should invest in more of the grassroots and community game because without that growing, uh, then we'll, we'll, we'll have no game. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, it's tough and do you know what I'm, I'm heavily involved in social media more than what I've ever been just yeah. with doing that challenges and showcasing and just showing the personality I am uh, but if it were around when I was playing I think I'd have struggled you know because some of the hatred and, and, and trolls and hate what they're getting it, 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 as a player you've just got to you've just got to forget that uh, you've just got to not watch it or just switch off and, and that's hard isn't it I mean I mean, we just had, you know, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, we had we had Derby Week, we had Rivals Round, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And and I would imagine the build-up to that during that week as a, as a professional is probably different to other weeks in the season. 
Oh, massively. I mean, I've, I've been on, I've been on end of some massive losses. I mean, imagine this. I'm, I'm in the 2005 and McWigan uh, in Mill, Millwall took over. Yeah. Went to St. Helens. We got beat 75 nil uh, at St. Helens in a derby. Um, so I've, 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 I've experienced them highs and the lows and of rugby league and we didn't go out there to get beat 75 nil even though my father-in-law is a stage fan he reminds me every year I he's bet got he, a teacher I bet he does. as well he's probably he's got a teacher he probably he's sends you like he probably sends you an anniversary card and everything yeah, yeah he does <laughs> I do so we're, we're, we're always having banter but probably one of the worst days ever uh, I've had I've had some highs I've had some lows but I remember I was living with Brian Carney at the time and we didn't leave the house for, for a week just because obviously the hatred and <laughs> And then different stuff. No, and the derby games are massive as it is, but to get beat 75 nil. Uh, but I've obviously played in the old derby, the Wiggins, the, 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 the Bradford Leeds, the, the Cass Lakeys, the Cass Leeds, uh, the Dewsbury, Batley. I've, uh, I've played in a lot of derbies and they're all special to me. Yeah. Uh, and and I'm all about the fans. I, I, every time I've gone out there, I would never best player at world. Let's not put me right, but what, one thing I've prided myself on, do you know what, having a dig. Uh, I did they try my best, ripped in, team player, uh, and 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 try to enjoy it best I can. Yeah. Well, talking about enjoyment, um, I think there's an event this week that you're going to enjoy, isn't there, on Thursday evening? Yeah, it's massively. Uh, I love I love the game days now, so I've kind of gone full circle. So I started as a fan of rugby league, then obviously went into a professional sport, played for my hometown club, which was pretty special, and then kind of retired and not that I, I lost love of it because I was still involved a little bit with Rugby AM with Alex Simmons and Jamie Jones with yeah. Cannon so I don't know if anyone remembers them yeah, days where definitely, yeah. Waggers, Waggers game days where I did some fun food challenges beer challenges just showcased the game got down to clubs interviewed fans the players after games but since I lost that I kind of uh, yeah I kind of lost a little bit of my purpose but since I've joined the uh, the uh, Rugby League All-Stars it's the life for a kid with Dean Ogard and Johnny Morgan. I've uh, got to give a massive shout-out to both of them guys because my first year was last year. Uh, the member captain enjoyed it with like Adrian Morley, Gazellis, Lee Radford, Benny Westwood, R- Reynoldson plays in them. It gets the boys all together. Um, yeah, it must be great yeah. It must be great catching up with them sort of like post-career, oh. shall we say, you know? It's unreal for anyone who's coming out of sport. Yeah, people need a break but I try now and get anyone involved so like I say I've, I've put a team together we're, we're playing first, this Thursday night at, at, at Millennium Stadium Featherstone quarter past seven if anyone wants to come and support uh, it's going to be unbelievable I, I mean some some of the players playing in like the Leeds uh, Keith Senior is their captain so you've got Jordan Tamsey Ashley Gibson Ben Jones Bishop being given clearance to play by Sheffield because it's legends role so it's not full on yeah, uh, Keith Deeney, Darren Rogers, he's clipped over there. Danny Maguire, Gary Hulls, the Ellen's halfback, Mike Emmett, uh, Dean Ogard, who's, who's putting up his shirt on, uh, Stuart Dickens, Paul Wood, uh, Tommy Gallagher, Gaz Ellis, and then obviously we've got the great Mike Takeaway star, Danny Malin. There she is. Is is going to be rating Wagga Sauce's shot. So I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming for Danny Malin. The uh, yeah, so he's going to get one. So we've got we've got some we've got an unbelievable team. That I mean, I've got Richie Arcad, uh, Jody Broughton playing Richie White and Benny Westwood, uh, Sean Gleeson, Kevin Brown and Danny Brough for me apps. So I've got two good apps there, boys. You're all right uh, there, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. I've got Mossop, 
I've got Lee Moffat, uh, Paul Jackson, my old, my old prop mate. Uh, I'm, I'm obviously playing up. I've picked myself to play nine. <laughs> I had to pick myself. Lee Radford, Steve Snitch and Razza packing down. I've got Luke Adamson and a few off the bench and my mate Kelvin Fletcher, lad who, who, who doing the farm, he used to be on Emmerdale. Yeah, he won, he won Strictly as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he won Strictly, so he's going to show his dance moves. So he's called Keith out on Instagram. So whether Keith goes out there and absolutely bangs him, I'm not sure. But yeah, the the, the charity, sorry, I've gone on one ear a little bit. No, no, it's charity fine. means a lot to me. Yeah. Um, just so I can give back to just stepping on the field and thank you to all the sponsors, Dean, Johnny, and everyone involved because these games, these games are brilliant for the for the me- mental side for the players, past players, but um, for the com- community clubs and the kids because life yeah. for a kid, uh, it's a free sensory centre for children with special educational needs. Yeah. Uh, so the charity itself funds uh, life-changing equipment and operations, and they've now donated one million pounds, boys. Fantastic. One million pounds. So, uh, I, I mean, and, I was going to say to you, I mean, it's fantastic. I mean, it's and it's not obviously the aims of the game on Thursday is to raise as much money as possible. But it's not just about that, is it? It's like you said, it, you know, it's the mental health aspect and everything, the, getting the community involved, isn't it as well? Oh, massive! I mean, it'll go towards the Leeds Hospital charity, like with with a Rob Burra, uh, and then Life for the Kids. So the, the stuff that Life for the Kid can do, and if that means me going on the field and getting the team together and the squad together, I play in as many games as what I can. Yeah, uh, I love being involved. Always looking for sponsorship. If there's anyone out there who wants to get involved, obviously with the shirts, gets all the ex players back together. Uh, I love the change room. That's what I miss when people say do you miss. I'm, I miss. I miss playing in big games. Like when it's Derby Week last week, I absolutely missed it. I was thinking, God, I wish I was still out there smashing yeah. it up. Yeah. But I'm, I miss the boys and having a beer. Uh, it rugby league's about what you do. it's a battle. It's a war field on the field, but off it, have a beer, have yeah. a catch up, and uh, yeah, we've got we've got some unbelievable events coming up, and yeah, I love it. Yeah, brilliant. I do I do have to tell you a little story because you mentioned one of the players there. You mentioned Darren Rogers was in. Uh, I used yeah, to work, be good. Uh, well, I used to work. At, I used to work at uh, Sport England in West Yorkshire at one time. We had a rugby yeah. league officer, and Darren used to do a bit of work um, around West Yorkshire. But he did used to carry pictures of himself around in his car boot to sign for kids. <laughs> so he, oh no way! <laughs> he did. He did. So you, know, you can still have it. You can have him about that because it, all of a sudden we've got two pictures for my lads here of like of of, uh, of Darren Rogers, and it's there because like he said, "Oh, big fans, Darren." He said, "I've got pictures in the car, don't worry." When he used to carry, he used to got him out of his boot. Then, <laughs> mate, do you know what? Me and him proper proper kick off with each other because uh, obviously I'm up here in the middle making all the tackles bigger and the muscle touched to on sideline playing a wing playing yeah. wing so me and yeah. him rip into each other every game I think we fall out every game we play <laughs> so at least I'm not on his team this time to be fair he could shift a bit though couldn't he in his day yeah yeah he's, he's, he's still great you know uh, I mean I, I remember playing a game last year and he did full length at field against nearly full length against Wakey Right. Um, so, yeah, he's still, he's still got the edge. And you know what? I know all the lads say, yeah, he's not bothered and it's a bit of thing. But when you go out on field, right, you, 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 I don't know what it is. You just feel like you've still got it. You've still got it. <laughs> so um, and I think there's a thing that you don't want to look, you don't want to make yourself look stupid, do you? You still want to show people that people you know what, pay to come in and you still want to do it, don't you? Yeah, do you know what? That's the reason. It probably took me this 
this long to to play in them. If I'm honest, I'm speaking honestly. But I got invited years ago. I mean, Robert, Andy Lynch, and Keith Steen has always played in them. Yeah, I got invited a few times, but I thought, now nah, I'm not playing. I'm not showing myself up because I was embarrassed that I want the player or that 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 kind of person on the field is what I used to be, but. You've just got to accept that everyone gets old and you're not going to be as good as what you used to be. So as soon as you accept that and go out there and enjoy it, it's a bit of fitness. Yeah. It's a, it's a lap. You, like someone will try and smash you. Someone will just grab you. It's just absolutely so much enjoyable. It's good for your fitness. And it's just, I love it. So anyone out there who's thinking, God, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit debatable. Like I've texted around and, um, do you know what? Just go out there and enjoy it. It don't yeah. matter how you perform. It's just, yeah, just have a bit of fun. Absolutely. Well, Wanga, listen, thanks so much for coming on tonight. Just to finish with, uh, let's just let's just get the details of the game on Thursday. It's at Featherstone Rovers, isn't it? And what time's kick-off? Yeah, Featherstone Rovers, Millennium Stadium, yeah. Quarter past seven kick-off. Um, it's, yeah, quarter uh, past seven kickoff, and, and then it, and it's only it, it's only adults ten pound and 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 children five as well. So it's yeah. uh, next to nothing. Yeah, yeah, next to nothing. And yeah, I've got a game this weekend, so I'm I'm hoping with the personnel we've got and coming down that everyone can come down and support us because it's it's for an amazing cause and we'll catch up with everyone down there. We'll have a beer with everyone after the game and. Uh, the kids are coming down and it's it's a community feel to it and we're going to raise some money and we've got a couple of games in May as well. We've got West Bowling and we're over in Hull again. So we've got some games coming up so Brilliant. it's good to get involved. Smashing. And listen, you've put yourself in the firing line now because you've pretty much still, you've said, you've pretty much said that you've still got it. So people that are coming <laughs> I down. Don't know about that. <laughs> I don't what. That's what I heard. I That's what, what I heard. I yeah. Put- I always put myself under pressure because I've got a big mouth. I'm always that uh, hunker who talks rubbish. So people are always after shotting me. So I'm, every game I get shot on, mate. So bring it on. Uh, right. Danny Malin, bring it on. Uh, and Kelvin's coming for uh, Keith Senior. So I'm just putting it out there. Get ready. Get ready. And uh, as I've said to Keith, we all ain't lit. We ain't rhinos. We ain't rhinos. That's what we'll be thinking all the changing boys. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, listen, mate. Thank you so much for coming on, and, and you have a you have a great night on uh, Thursday. Um, and the best of luck with yeah, the with the coaching, and hopefully we'll be able to speak to you again soon at the next event. Yeah, good good, uh, good luck with the loose forward pod, and yeah, keep up the great work, guys. Anyone showcasing and, and uh, the game and getting different personalities on is a winner. So good luck, boys. Brilliant. Thanks, Wag. Can we get more one there? She is before you go. Yeah. We're going to turn that into a jingle. <laughs> Thanks, Wagger. <laughs> Mate, it's Tourette's now. It's in me since lockdown, since I kicked ball over house. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Wagger. Thanks, mate. See you in a bit, boys. Bye. Bye. Take care, boys. Hey. How good was that? That was amazing. Wasn't it? That was really, really yeah. good. Thanks, Wagger. That was good. And if you can get down to the game at Featherston on Thursday evening uh, for the All Stars game, uh, please do so. Quarter past seven kickoff, uh, and it's uh, only ten pound and five pound concessions. Yeah, be a good night. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, so thanks, Wagger. And uh, hopefully we can get him on again soon. Yeah, definitely. Brilliant. Yeah. So, uh, time for this. Move 
Well, from one rugby league legend to another, it's Bri from Six again. Bri, how are you, mate? <laughs> new, new boys. Yeah, he's more than uh, more legend than legend, isn't he? But, yeah, just, you know. yeah, definitely. How are we? All right, all right. Uh, yes, uh, we've had a, we've had a, a good pod, and Wagu was excellent tonight. And uh, well, I, I, much better than the prediction league from my from my <laughs> yeah. personal point of view. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, there you go. Definitely is. Um, can I can I hear three voices there? Yeah, he's back. back. Yeah, I'm back. He's back. Much to Bingo's the, much, back. Yeah, he is. Much to the delight <laughs> of his uh, army of fans. Army. <laughs> Ring, ring goes back. Sorry about that, Bob. But you know, ring, as Sean Lennon said, as Sean Lennon says, you know, Ringo ain't even the best drummer in the Beatles. So I don't know what that means. Says for you, all I'll say is you're welcome. I like that for a nickname for him, Ringo. I like that. It's good that. Um, I have got a couple of things actually that I did forget before before we go on with the prediction league. If that's all right, Callum. Yes. Uh, we need to say hello this week, don't we? You, we have a shout-out. Yeah, we need to have a shout-out this week. <laughs> Naughty. Well, yes. what's he done? Well, I, I promised uh, uh, Matt from Red V Pins. Okay. Uh, it's one for St. Helens fans, really. Matt has a, 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 a marvellous uh, little badge enterprise with lots of players, badges and things like that. Oh, do you know what? I think yeah. I've seen him online. I, yeah. I, I, I've seen him online. And, uh, yeah. and uh, I, I promised Matt for ages we'd give him a shout-out. Uh, and if you're a Saints fan... And you want to improve your collection of badges? Uh, go and check out Matt on on Red V pins. Yeah, definitely. I've seen some of them, and they're so, uh, they're really good designs. And, and that's it. Yeah, they look that's good. It. And the second thing is that I forgot to mention before the prediction league. Um, you seen that? You seen that try and rugby union that got knocked out this week? Red <laughs> <laughs> card for stopping a drive. That's amazing. That was amazing. Put his foot in touch. Put his foot in touch, but then he can't dive on some of the floor. If somebody's diving in for a try, sliding on the floor, how are you supposed to not dive on him on top of him? What a game. It wasn't even like with his knees are out, was it? it was no, he just, just tried to stop yeah. him. What a game. Who do you think's more upset, him or Greg Minikin? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I love about it? Not only, that, all not only that, he got all... two yellows and he got a red. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. No. No, what I love about it, all spaces have had people protesting there. The two sports have people protesting there. Rugby Union gone. I'm gone, lads. We'll sort this out. Yeah, exactly. We'll take it from you. Exactly. Yeah. So, oh, so there you go. It's all a bit of, bit of light relief before the, uh, <laughs> before the seriousness of the Prediction League. Bry, over to you. Fantastic. Um, well, we had fun last week. Uh, Bobby, put your fingers in your ears. Bobby got the lowest points last week with nine. Even though I predicted nine. Wakefield. Nine. I had a shot yeah. last week. I really did. Well, when the highest was 25, yeah. They, and, yeah. So Bobby's down to seven. But you're still a point to Ed Callum, who's in eight. Hey. Uh, Andy, you are all to 12. Yeah. Um, we had some big oh. movers in Wakefield and... Wigan and Huddersfield. Okay. Who's, 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 the league and season, who's bottom, Bry? Who's bottom? St. Helens. And who's top? Leeds. That'll please them, won't it? Mm. Won't it? Mm. But go. it's getting closer and closer in the middle of the pack between third and about, well, I say 12 because Andy's 13. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So this week we've got a bit of fun. Yeah, go on. Um, 
Alison's back for Cass, Dean for Catalan, Huddersfield, we've got Cowbell, Hull FC, Karen, Hull KR, Tony, Leeds, we've got Jordan, who was a bit uh, eager this week. Lee, we've got Forbidden Game. Salford, we've got Louise. Saints, we've got Steve Orford. For Wakefield, we've got Ben. For Waddington, we've got Noxie. For Wigan, we've got Gary. And this week for the insiders, we have got, we've completed the set. We actually have an LDRL player for witness, um, Liam Fox. And we've got Liam on because there's got an LDL, LDRL festival this weekend in Wigan. It's happening. Um, and you now complete the set that we've had someone on from every single part of rugby league. Excellent. How diverse are we? Amazing. That's brilliant. Leading yeah. the way in rugby league podcast. Absolutely. So, Brian, run, take run, that, run, Gus. Run us through. <laughs> run us through the, the sort of groups that we've had as, as the insiders. Who, who've we had? Not, we've not had. People, but we've had. We've had. We've had professional. Players. We've had men's players. We've had women's players. We've had wheelchair players. We've had PDRL players. We've now got an LDRL player. We've had journalists. Um. I'm trying to think about that. That's about it, really. But yeah, we've we've just covered all bases, really. Um, and we we just need a referee, don't we? I need to get on the phone to Robix. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Or, yeah, or Dave Merrick. Yeah, Dave Merrick or Robix, someone like that. Yeah. Leave it with me. Yeah. I'll 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 finish it all off. Excellent. In that way, but yeah, but we've had a we've had a diverse. I try and fit. I try and rotate it every week, so we have someone different every week. And finally, I've got an LDRL player. Excellent, excellent. Right. So, where do we start then? Well, Thursday, Sky, eight o'clock, Saint Helens v Warrington. Who's taking this? Right. Go on, <laughs> Go on, Bobby. You take it. All right. Uh, it. it tougher than it actually looks this week now because they Warrington look to have a, a few setbacks themselves with only one prop we've got Saints injury hit but I just I just can't see Saints winning at the moment and I, I, we've said that they've got a really tough string of fixtures and I, and I don't think it improves this week um for them, so I'm going to go Warrington by ten. Um, <clears throat> I think that both teams apparently struggling for forwards. I think that Saints being at home gives them a slight advantage. I'm going to say Saints by four. Mm, interesting. Um, I'm going to go Warrington twelve. Okay. Be looking at my things again because I've gone since by four for the exact same reasons, Cal. Um, <laughs> um, I, I just, I just, I, just I love Callum's face, and Bryce said, "I've gone same as Callum." <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, I, I, it's a back three back game, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Which backs come out on top? Mm. That, that's how it seems it's going to be. Um, but yeah. We've got we've got a, a good mix in this one. Um, there's only four who've got or five who've gone for St. Helens. One of them 
is Noxy for Warrington. He's gone St. Helens by eight. But to flip that, Steve for Saints has gone Warrington by 18. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next next game. Sky on Friday at eight o'clock. Castleford for your KR. Um, I think it's fairly straightforward. I think Ulkayar are flying. Cass are, well, not. I'm going to say Ulkayar by 18. I just wrote that down. I'll go 20 then. Ulkayar 20. I'll go Ulkayar 12. And I'll go Ulkayar 14. Um, Everyone except Alison. Castleford has gone all KR. She has gone Castleford by four. Well done, she did say well she'd done. go. She she said she would have gone Castleford by two, but she knew we'd all laugh. Yeah. <laughs> so she's gone Castleford by four. Uh, do you know what? I'm like proud it. of Alison for that, aren't you? Yeah, well done. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> Next up, also on Friday, Lee Fee Leeds at eight o'clock. We said before earlier in the pod, didn't we, this might be a tough one. Mm. Um, I think, I, I just think that Leeds will have too much. <clears throat> I think Lee have been doing well, but when it comes to what I'd call the bigger teams, I think they've just fell a little bit short. So I'm going to go lead. I'm going to go Leeds by eight. Yeah, I agree with what you said there. I think Leeds will just have that little bit too much for them. But I also wouldn't be surprised if this was the week that Lee did beat one of the bigger teams either. But I'm going to go Leeds by 12. Uh, Leeds by 10 for me. I've also gone Leeds by 8. Um, But I will say, I think Sakhar might score. Also, it's just written in the stars, isn't it? <laughs> um, we've only got two people who've gone for Lee. And none of them support Lee. Um, both... <laughs> Our Leeds fan and our Lee fan have gone Leeds by 10. But we do have a Leeds by 7 as well. Next up, it's going to be a bit interesting. So, Salford v Catalan is now a 2.15 kickoff on Sunday. 2.15? You know why? Yeah, because all, like, so we've got so we've got one game at two fifteen, one game at three oh five, and one at three o'clock because they're sending out some alerts or mobiles, aren't they? Is that national? So yeah. I think Salford. Oh, first yeah. half. So I think over. Salford. I think Salford are going to try and have it so we're at half time. Wigan have delayed the kick off by five minutes, and Hull no, FC no are just no going cracking on with it. Yeah, <laughs> no one's on phones in holes, so they're not bothered. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, I hope it used to be the KCOM, wasn't it? And yeah. it's not the KCOM anymore. I tell you what, I hope it's not really loud because imagine being in the same stadium with like thousands of the people's but phones going off. At that's, the same what, time. that's what Wigan have said, though. They've delayed the things, they delayed the kickoffs. They want people to have the experience of being in something they've never done before, like that. All right. With all the, 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 uh, the phones going off at the same time. If it's like a uh, really and, then, and then they'll sell out the prize again. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Anyway, sorry, what game were we predicting? So, yeah, Salford v. Catalan at 2.15 kick-off now on Sunday. Okay. I think both teams aren't in that great of form, but I do think that the home advantage will play a part here, and I'm going to go Salford by eight. I'm going to say 
This could go either way, but I'm going to say Catalan by 14. Mm, I, I agree. I'm going to call uh, Catalan's 12. And I've gone Salford by 10. Um, myself and Bobby are only one of seven who've gone for Salford, including Louise, who's gone Salford by 12 this week. Mm. And um, Dean has gone Catalan by 10 for Catalan. And Louise is the woman in form. She is. She is. Mm. She really is. Salford is in form. They've had three in the last two weeks. Yeah. Go, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> um, next up then at Sunday at 3 o'clock for now we may get changed to 3.05 is Hull FC v Huddersfield um, again I think it's pretty straightforward Hull just abysmal at the minute um, Huddersfield we said before seem to, to be getting it together I'm going to say Huddersfield by 28 um, I agree. I don't think it'd be as much, so I'll go Huddersfield 18. Yeah, I agree. But I've gone a little bit lower. I've gone Huddersfield by 14. I've gone Huddersfield by 22. And everyone has gone Huddersfield this week, including Karen for Hull FC, who's gone Huddersfield by 20. And Cowbell for Huddersfield has gone Huddersfield by 12. Okay. And lastly... This is where it all gets fun. At 3.05 is Wigan v Wakefield on Sunday. We're going to have a bit of fun with this one, boys. Yeah, I'm not going to tip Wakefield for this this week. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. I don't think this will be the week that they break the duck. And I'll do a goal 48 or 54. And I've just seen Bobby's pad. <laughs> I will go Wigan by fifty-four. Okay, I yeah, I, I yeah, it's not the week for Wakefield at all. But I also think that Wigan have come off two uh, strong games against St. Helens and Warrington. I, I can just see them sort of going through the motions a bit on this one, but just gradually increasing the score. So I'm going to go Wigan by forty-eight. I'm going to say Wigan by forty-four. I've gone Wigan by 42. Now, let's play a game, boys. Everyone's gone Wigan. Who'd, well, what score do you think's the lowest one we've got predicted? And what score do you think's the highest we've got predicted? I, re- I, reckon, a ra- I reckon a range of 24 to 62. I reckon a range of 30 to... I'm going to go 8 to... I'm going to say someone's got 8 to... I'm going to say 34, and I reckon Matt said something like 100. <laughs> right, well, Matt's not playing this week. All oh, right. So, it's so, Ben. Nine. So but, nine. Ben said... Oh, right. ben ben, ben said Ben's on the same wavelength. <laughs> <laughs> the lowest we have is Wigan by 16, which is from our Waddington fan. Okay. The highest we have, it depends which score we take. Because we do have a Wigan by 60, which is from Karen. Okay. Although Steve Orford did say Wigan by 5 million. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said Wigan by 38. Um, also Wigan by 38 is our Wigan fan, Gary. And Ben for Wakefield has gone Wigan by 46. What a sad state of affairs that is when you're predicting your own team to lose by 46. It's sad, isn't it? Yeah. 
I mean, it genuinely is. It's sad. The whole situation. It's sad, but they're doing well. They're drier than used to. Be. Yeah. No, I just meant for waiting. It's just sad, isn't it? Change your mind a bit now, aren't you? Now they said you did both of you. Yeah. Yeah, not through, not through no fault of his own, through Bryce's fault. Yeah. We know. It's not sad anymore. Exactly. <laughs> Changed your mind a bit there, didn't you? They were above you. I don't care anymore. Yeah, I don't care anymore, yeah. So, yeah. So. Not that he predicted Wakefield last week and would have been above the if he hadn't. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Is that it, Bry? That's it. That's the lot. Cheers, George. Cheers, Paul. Cheers, Ringo. <laughs> I'll speak to you next week. George George was always my favourite in the Beatles, to be honest. Right. Who was your favourite? George. George. Who was your favourite, Ringo? George. (laughs) 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 Right, well, um, I think that about wraps us up for this week, doesn't it? Um, So, thank you to... Everybody who's participating in the Predictions League, thanks to uh, Wagger again for, for coming on and, and doing the interview. Thanks to Brian for running the Predictions League. Um, but if you are going watching any rugby this week, then stay safe and enjoy. But from all of us here at the Loose Forward podcast this week, it's goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.